who brought in the inspiration of a beautiful expression through that esoteric school of the Rahaniyat, Sufi Rahaniyat, through the dances of universal peace that stun what? Offered an incredible vibration to this earth of harmony and beauty. To Pir Vilayat, those of us that know him, know what an incredible interest he had in science, mathematics, new physics. And those that have been on the mountaintop saw that funny little structure uh, where he would sit looking out over the landscape and be involved with his computers. And under his guidance, this incredible uh, tool manifests itself, the HIK works, which Pierzia mentioned yesterday, the searchable database of the teachings of Hazrat Anayat Khan. And uh, Piro Murshid Hadayat, well, we see he's uh, very alive and well and connected to technology, as we saw with Skype yesterday. He's very keen. Whenever we talk, he wants to know what operating system I'm on. Do I have the newest download of Skype? So he's very keen on the technology. And that's why I'm here today, is to talk about technology. So we might be talking, uh, elaborating from a, a point of view about the media and the message, which I know was one of the topics yesterday. From the Religious Gothicas, number four, on optimism and pessimism. A man with optimism will help another drowning in the sea of fear and disappointment. But on the contrary, a pessimistic person, if to him someone goes ill or downhearted, he will pull him down and make him sink to the depth with him. On the side of the one is life. On the side of the other, death. One climbs to the mountain, the top of the mountain, the other descends to the depth of the earth. If there's any greater helper in sorrow or misfortune, when every situation in life seems dark, then the spirit of optimism that knows that all will be right. Therefore, it is no exaggeration if I say that the very spirit of God comes to man's rescue in the form of an optimistic spirit. Friends, it does not matter how hard a situation in life may be. However great the difficulties, they all can be surmounted. But what matters is if one's own pessimistic spirit is weighing one down low when already a person has come to low waters. Death is preferable to being weighed down in misery by a pessimistic spirit. Therefore, the greatest reward there can be in the world is the spirit of optimism. And the greatest punishment that can be given to man for his worst sin is pessimism. Verily, the one who is hopeful in life, he will succeed. 
one more quote by Hazard and Ayat Khan because I find uh, often in the collective interviews that Murshid had with his students, especially in those last few years before his leaving this earth, they feel so vital and so alive as if they were directives to us. And so if we can imagine this radio announcement that was recorded in 1926 in New York. Is it, uh, yes, it is, and I'll tell you where. And we actually also have the audio as a testimony. I'm sorry, this type's a little small, but I'll read it to you, and I wish you could hear the beautiful cadence of Murshid's voice as he read this. Sufi message is a message today being given to humanity. It is not a message of the East, but it is the message of the soul, the spirit. The word Sufi means wisdom, which comes from the root Safiya. It is the work of that wisdom to give the message today to humanity in order that people may come together in a better understanding, arising beyond the different sections of caste and creeds which divide mankind. The Sufi message is an answer to the cry of humanity today, at this moment when materialism is all-pervading and commercialism is continually on the increase. How true today as well. The Sufi message respects all religions, recognizes all scriptures, regards all the prophets held in esteem by large sections of humanity, and is the source and goals of all his wisdom in the one. The Sufi message. A message today being given to humanity. May the message of God reach far and wide. Utilizing 21st century technologies. <laughs> okay, so I'd like to talk just a little bit about how we in the Midwest have handled this. You know, we're kind of far away and isolated, so we have to use whatever tools might be available. And by the way, everything is up to date in Kansas City. <laughs> And they got some crazy little women there, and three of them are here. <laughs> so in 2006, I had the inspiration, actually, it started with just working with my own students to kind of keep us on the same page of developing this Hazard and Icon study circle. And when I shared this news with uh, Pierre Murshid Hadid, who was very excited about it, and then also Pierre Schaupt has been a great supporter of this. I know he circulated the the message to his students, and we have a great, well, I don't know, 170-some-odd participants that are communicating. Uh, the idea was that we would create a worldwide rosary around the world where we would be sharing in a practice from month to month. Um, we have that information available, too, but you can visit our website later. So the Hazrat and Khan study circle was, in a way, it's a Yahoo group, and I think many of you know how those function and are members of various Yahoo groups. It's still alive and well. 
the next step was developing uh, for the International Sufi Movement, of which, by the way, I am a member and representative, um, the ISM circle, so that we could communicate again, uh, if we so wished, about teachings in our area. You see, I, I don't think... Uh, I don't think space and time exist the way we want to put it. So I think that these tools are really vital in enabling us to connect at least energetically to each other. Then we developed our website, which came out in 2002. We transferred all the data, so we're doing a dual delivery system. We have our website, which is content rich. It's not a bulletin board. I think that's a fine approach, but ours is really meant to be a kind of teaching tool that enables people to get a sense of the message. So that data was all transferred and content to Wikipedia, which is very Googleable. I like that word, Googleable. <laughs> Do you ever Google yourself to see how Googleable you are? <laughs> we started using Skype because we saw the potential for reads at a distance that maybe don't have a vital community in their area for connecting with us, and this has been very successful. It's also been very successful for those people, even our local area, who are somewhat debilitated because of health reasons to be able to connect with us via the internet. We started the use of blogs again because they're, well, Googleable. Um, I don't know, I think some of you probably know that Hazra Knight Khan's all up to date with Facebook. <laughs> and he even tweets every day. So all these things are the hub of that, and everything points to and away from the Sufi, Minute, excuse me, Sufi Movement International USA Midwest website. So it's circles within circles. So other media that we employ, all of the teachings that are given in the class are given to also uh, via iTunes. And, of course, it's free podcasting, downloadable MP3s. But I, I don't know if you can see it at a distance. I hope you'll visit there. I, what I love about this is if you can see how the more classical schools of Sufism are listening to these podcasts and also subscribing to these other schools of Sufism, the Naqshbandis and so forth. To me, this is really vital. This is a link between these different schools, and it shows that they truly have an interest in the message of Hazrat and Ayat Khan. You don't have to believe me, it's there. We also have found that at times when we're giving retreats or small workshops or even in the local workshops, that it's helpful to have a kind of manuscript that the, the participants can take away with them. So we're using uh, print-on-demand technology where we can um, print small uh, editions of text that can be available. And what is more, oh, we don't have that. Is this live? Uh, it's okay. Uh, I, I'm, in a, I'm in the wrong place. I'll show you in a minute. Anyway, this is a very exciting tool. Um, the Picture Resurrection Project was created uh, as a way of offering really archival, beautiful prints to um, the community of a small portfolio of images of Hazard and Night Khan. I think some of you have seen that in the dining hall, and we'll talk more about that and who's helping us with that project in a few minutes. Um, you know, some I think some people think it's quite odd because we all, uh, Kariba Gita and uh, Kabri and I walk around together, but it couldn't be other than. You know, it's like the deities with the three heads and the multiple arms. That's, that's how we function. And we've done that for about 20 years together. Yeah. So uh, my special thanks to both of these ladies because, man, I couldn't do anything without you. Kariba Gita Erickson and Kabriya Chalman. Our other workers are Hakima uh, Greentree, 
who I know is a student of Mershed Nawab's, and she lives in Columbia, about three hours away from Kansas City, um, and Halima Skabillion, who actually is the person behind Facebook and Twitter. She uploads every day. Uh, Aleem and Alima Welch, they are the people that are running the Picture Resurrection Project for us. And to give you an idea of the caliber of work they do, they also provide for the Rourke, the Nicholas Rourke Museum in New York, the prints. So they're really masters. And I want you to know that Aleem has developed a special printing process. Instead of using the traditional CMYK that's used for color printing, he's using the elemental colors. So he's very sensitive to bringing the elements into this work. So a special thanks to our beloved representatives, Murshid Hadayat, uh, Murshida Aziza, Murshid Karim Bakhsh, the members of the newly formed Pira Murshid Council, and really all the members of the Federation Council that have kept this ideal of unity alive for us all these years. Thank you, and I want to thank the people that are here working and helping this be our home for these few days. It's a tremendous gift you're giving to us. And of course, all of you for being here. So these are the links, and I'm going to just run through them very quickly, although I really have no idea how much time I have. Am I doing all right? minute. Oh, well, okay then. Um, I do have a handout. Uh, we have a handout. I couldn't have, again, done this without our friends. And it looks like this. And they'll be here in the hall. And they'll also be in the dining hall um, for your uh, availability. And these links are, by the way, let me just go for a moment out to, oh yeah, thank you, our site, which again is a living site. There are audio files there. Here's our Yahoo group. Here's our um, website. Uh, at, the, at the links, which is a, a global part of the navigation, um, you will find all of the things that are listed here on this page. Um, but what, again, I just want to emphasize is that oh, I want to tell two stories, actually, in conclusion, and then I'm finished. But these sites will be up if you'd like to look at them. There is a woman who lives in England. Her work in the world, she's a Sufi, by the way. She's very connected with the Naqshbandi tradition. Her work in the world is to go into prisons and work with creative writing projects to help the pr prisoners process their reason for being there and their evolution beyond that point. When she comes home, she is alone at night. She has no local community. And she has found us on the website. She heard us talking about going to summer school in Holland. From England, she traveled to Katwijk, Holland, and kept asking people. I heard her asking for us by name. She said, I've come here to tell you how important this is to me that I feel like I have a living community. I hear people interacting because our classes are live and we record them. And by the way, how's Joe, who's my husband, <laughs> and Leo, your big coonhound dog, <laughs> because Leo's always there. So you know, this familiarity, this sense of feeling close to people, no matter how far away we are, is rather significant. Um, some of you have seen Madani, who has the big turban here, and we also connected in this way. So 
You know, these are living connections, and space and time doesn't necessarily exist in the way we think. And so we're hoping that those of you that are interested in technology will take the initiative to offer this message, this vibration to a technology which can otherwise be destructive, we can make it positive. Yeah. Thank you.